Let's go ahead and open up our Bibles to 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse number 15. And today I'm going to start a new series called Back to Basics. And I've done this before, but it came up while I was teaching some young folks the other day about what we as believers should believe. And I believe very strongly that we need to know not only what we believe, and there's a lot of people know what they believe, but they don't know why they believe it. Um, so in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse number 15, our, our text says, But sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts, always being ready to make a defense to everyone who asks you to give an account for the hope that is in you yet with gentleness and reverence. So the bottom line is we need to know what we believe and we we need to be prepared to defend that. That's where we get the word apologetics. We need to be able to defend what we believe, that hope that is in us. But bearing in mind as we do that, we need to do it with gentleness and respect or gentleness and Reverence. There's no reason to be crude. I mean, I disagree with people. I mean, I could sit around the table with five guys, and I guarantee you that even though we may all have similar backgrounds, we may all work with the same groups, we still have little disagreements. Uh, but we need to be prepared uh, to be able to give a reason uh, for what we believe. Um, I think that's just being a student of Scripture. Uh, There is a tale told of the great English actor MacReady. An eminent preacher once said to him, I wish you would explain to me something. Well, what is it? I don't know that I can explain anything to a preacher. What is the reason for the difference between you and me? I mean, you appear before crowds night after night with pure fiction. And the crowds come wherever you go. Me, on the other hand, I am preaching the essential and unchangeable truth of the Word of God, and I'm not getting any crowds at all. McCready's answer was this. This is quite simple. I I can tell you the difference between us. I present my fiction as though it were truth, and you present your truth as though it were truth fiction. And when you listen to people talk, I think that's uh, G. Campbell Morgan who wrote that. Um, I think that's true. When you just say, well, I believe this, you know, but you can't back it up. You don't know why you believe it. It's fiction. Not only is it perceived as fiction from the hearers, but let's be honest. I mean, if you can't You know, a faith untested is no faith at all. I mean, if you don't even know why you believe what you believe, you might as well be believing fiction. I mean, you might as well be believing in Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy and the Easter Bunny. I mean, you know, the Bible says that we are to be diligent to present ourselves as students of the Word of God, rightly dividing it, being not ashamed I mean, we need to know what the Bible says. 
And what I did in this series that I did with these guys is um, I presented some basics that we, I think I have like 11 of them, that we need to embrace, that we as Bible-believing, self-professed Bible-believing Christians believe, or at least you should believe. <laughs> um, and again, this is not getting into divisive areas like, you know, I mean, you know, contra controversial things like, you know, tithing necessarily or the timing of the, the rapture or the second coming. And we all have our dithers in regards to those things. But these are the basics. This is something everybody needs to know. <clears throat> My son just graduated from Marine Corps boot camp in Paris Island, South Carolina. And he might have 56 guys in his platoon. And all 56 of them are doing different things after they graduate within the Marine Corps. You know, some may be going to Motor T, some may be going to artillery, some like my son may be going into infantry, some may be going into the air wing. But there are basics that are required to be a Marine that all of them had to learn. And now, after they've graduated, they get a little time off, now they're going to go toward, they're going to go to their training for their individual jobs and responsibilities. But they all had to learn the basics of being a Marine first. And basic number one that we need to understand is the only true basis for Christian fellowship is Christ's agape love, which is greater than any of the differences that we possess and without which we have no right to claim to be Christians. We don't have to agree on everything. I mean, some may say, you know, the kingdom was offered and it was rejected as far back as Matthew 12. Some would say, no, the kingdom was offered all the way through Matthew, even into the book of Acts. Well, again, I mean, does that affect, I mean, your your embracing of that or your rejection of that, does that affect at all the fundamentals of the faith. I mean, does it affect, you know, the divinity of Christ? Does it affect the blood atonement? Does it affect the virgin birth? Does it affect the inerrancy of Scripture? Does it affect the second coming of Christ? The answer is no. And we have a tendency to major in the minors. And we have a tendency to divide and part company with good brothers over minor details. I mean, I can sit in a church service. You know, if you're looking for a perfect church, I mean, Lord knows when you find it, don't go inside because you'll ruin it for everybody else. But I, I can go in any church service at any given time, look around, listen, messages being presented, and go, eh, I don't quite embrace what he just said. But I can embrace it in the spirit in which he said it and the love in which he is you know, giving to that body that's there. I can know his heart and know that it's pure and know that his motivations are right and yet still agree, disagree on minor details. That's called loving people. <laughs> and that word agape love means unconditional love. And it is the only basis for Christian fellowship. You know, in 1 Corinthians in chapter number 13, 
The Apostle Paul said, If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and I do not have love, I have become a noisy gong and a clanging cymbal. I mean, if I have the gift of prophecy and I know all the mysteries, all knowledge, and I have all the faith in the world so that I can even remove mountains, but I do not have love, I am nothing. Also in 1 John, uh, chapter number 3 and verse number 10 it says first john chapter number 3 um, down in verse number 10 he says but this the children of god and the children of the devil are obvious by this anyone who does not practice righteousness is not of god nor the one who does not love, agapeo, unconditional love, his brother. And he goes on and says, For this is the message that you've heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. Not as Cain, who was of the evil one and slew his own brother for that reason. And for what reason did, did he slay him? Because his deeds were evil and his brothers were righteous. Don't be surprised, brethren, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death unto life. Why? Because we love each other. He who does not love abides in death. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. We know love by this, that he, Christ, laid down his life for us. And we also ought to lay down our lives for each other. That's love. <laughs> Down in uh, chapter number four of First John and verse number seven. Beloved, let us love one another for love is from God and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. And the one who does not love does not know God. Why? Because God is love. God is love. And by this, the love of God was manifested in us that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and he sent his son to be a propitiation for us, for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. So the first basic that we need to agree on to even have Christian fellowship, to even be Christians, is that we love each other unconditionally. Love each other. It doesn't mean I have to love what you do. It doesn't mean I have to love what you say. I don't have to agree with you on everything, but I can love you. I can sit down with a brother whose eschatology is absolutely <laughs> wrong in my opinion but he and i can agree that christ came into the world and gave his life for us and we both have embraced we believe in the death the burial and the resurrection of jesus christ we're both sons of god children of god we're going to live with god forever regardless of the disagreements that we have even though we can be passionate about those disagreements we still love one another so basic number one 
The only true basis of Christian fellowship is Christ, agape, a love, which is greater than any of the differences that we possess and without which we have absolutely no right to claim ourselves to be Christians. God bless you guys. Hope that you have a great day. Remember that God loves you. He wants the best for you, and he's working all things out for your good.